The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Need it? So, good morning. This is uh, Keith. I am one half of the Medved Brothers, and I'm sitting here, and I actually was thinking about, do I say your name? Do you want to be an, an anonymous? Because I think about that Seinfeld episode mm. years ago with Elaine, and she was going back and forth to her doctor, and then all of a sudden, she was like, nope, the doctor didn't want to see her. Even though that's not going to be the case you know, today or anything for you, but I actually thought about that. Like, how do I introduce you? I think you need a new segment. It's it's just basically called, you know, doctor's appointment soapbox. Where you just grab that little brown box over there, that little wooden box, you jump on top of it, and you just shake your fist at the sky and go, why is everything so screwed up? Yeah. It oh. is so messed up. Yeah, and, you know, me, I like a good story. Unfortunately, uh-huh. um, some of these stories are not the best. You know, they can be horrible stories, but... You know, somebody like you understands how healthcare system works. Yeah. And so you know that you have a voice. And when you're getting your invoice or you're told to sign on a dotted line and the charge line is blank, <laughs> you're going to say something. But most of our, you know, the, the reason why we started this is to educate the community. Mm-hmm. Because some of them may not, they would go to the doctors. And doctors, meanwhile. You know, they go to school, they spend a ton, a ton of time learning how to treat their patients, but what they get caught up in, my opinion, is the insurance game and, you know, billing and coding and all those kind of things because that's how they get reimbursed, that's how they cover their overhead. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's a business, you know, but... Sometimes it just seems like we're not people. We don't have health problems. You know, we have health prices. And it's almost like you are prioritized in the doctor's office based off of what they know they're just about to get out of you. You know? Mm -hmm. So, like, today, you know, and and I'm in here, and if I'm breathing heavy, it's just because my (laughs) blood pressure's still high. Because, I mean, there's nothing like a morning doctor's appointment to just, you know, completely put you in the wrong mindset. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners have probably been there, so your story is probably relatable. So please go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, uh, my name's Elaine, <laughs> finger quotes. <laughs> Elaine Bennett. We'll exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, so a little bit of backstory about me. I had breast cancer about a year and a half ago, and, and part of the treatment process, once you get past radiation, et cetera, you've got to go in for a mammogram mm-hmm. every six months, and that's just part of it. Now, the ACA, they will allow one free mammogram a year as part of your screening. Mm -hmm. But once you have breast cancer, you can't have that anymore. So the money that you paid, your insurance, to have that free, one free screening a year, you don't get because it's now considered diagnostic. Mm -hmm. And so it costs three times as much. So this morning, you know, I go in and I've got to have my check. So filling out all the paperwork, they give me this this piece of paper, and they're like, oh, sign here so that you can acknowledge that you're going to have to pay something out of pocket. Okay. Yeah. And there was just a blank line. 
Just a so, blank line. So I okay. asked him, I'm like, well, then why am I signing this if you didn't put down the price? You know, or at least an estimate of what you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't have that. But, I'm, but you still want me to sign? Yeah. I was like, you could put any number in there after I sign this and initial it. I was like, how do I know that you're going to be, you know, upfront and honest? Probably not the best thing to say right before, <laughs> you know, the, the, the appointment. But it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just put your prices on the wall. Yeah, it's like an oil change. You know, you can go to the dealership and pay seventy two fifty eight, or you can go to Jiffy Lube and it's nineteen ninety nine. You should know. Yeah, and I, I think you know their argument or their counter to that is different patients have different insurance plans. Mm-hmm. Um, they're paying something different, and so it's kind of you're you're going to get an estimate, but there's no factual. Oh sure, amount. but that, that, that's the thing. You know, that's that's the big problem. The, the, right there so you know I go on back you know I I get my thing done and it's only half the thing Mm -hmm. I don't get the whole thing but they charge me the whole thing price and they only look at one yeah yeah and it's like no you know you didn't you didn't look at all the images you didn't have to do both sides you just did one I mean you know why is it going to be so much but I'm ushered through the rooms relatively quickly because I think that they kind of know and that's how I felt Mm -hmm. That mine's a diagnostic; it's not a screening. Mm-hmm. So this is money coming our way. Now, um, <laughs> we have spoke briefly <laughs> be- before we got on here, and you mentioned that there's a screening and a diagnostics. Correct. And you made a, you know, you brought to my attention what a screening and diagnostic difference is, according to the doc's office. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's part of, you know, the, the end of it. But, yes, the the screening is you go in, you know, they mash the tatas, mm-hmm. and in about two or three days, they give you the results. And mm-hmm. they'll say, yes, there's something to be concerned about. No, there isn't. That's a screening. That's a screening. <clears throat> now, the diagnostic is you go in, you know, they, they mash the tatas, mm-hmm. but the doctor stays ready so that she can immediately read the results and tell you whether or not you have to go for an ultrasound the same day. Now you weren't given the option of which one do you want? Do you want, you know, do you, do you want it same day or do you want it today <laughs> delivered? No, you don't get the option. They choose for you based on your history. Mm. Because if you've had something in your they past They choose you for you based on your insurance. Yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah. But they say they choose for you based on your history. So if you've had a history of breast cancer, you have to stay there and the doctor has to read it right away. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as anybody knows, even if they did find something, you know, when are they going to do something about it? Oh, you got to go back to the doctor and COVID and, you know, elective surgeries are just being pushed and pushed. So, you know, any procedure, should they have found something, probably wouldn't have happened for three or four months anyway. Does it really have to be done same day? So I get done same day. I walk out there, and the lady finally has the estimate for the appointment. Mm-hmm. And that'll be $600, please. Jaw drops down to the floor. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, a, a mammogram yeah. is, is only, I was like, how much is that out of pocket? It's like $175. And she was like, oh, it's $180. Mm-hmm. I said, so I'm paying $600 because it's diagnostic, and I went through my insurance versus paying out of pocket, 183. I was like, how much is insurance reimbursing you? So I, I took the form, insurance was reimbursing them 223. And it's like, well, why could I do like 183 mm-hmm. if I paid out of pocket? Well, you can't do that now. Well, why not? We've already run it through insurance. No, you haven't. You told them that they needed an estimate. Yeah. I said, they don't know I've had it done yet. Good point. 
why don't you just say that I got sticker shock and walked away? (laughs) So, and I'm like, well, is this for both? Mm -hmm. I was like, this seems $600 seems a little bit high. I was like, you know, do you have a CPT code for just one or the other? Mm -hmm. You can't be diagnostic everything, one price. I was like, how many CPT codes are there in the world? It's like thousands and thousands and thousands, you know? Mm -hmm. But yet, for some reason, all of this is lumped into one for one big old price? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. So then I asked him, I was like, well, you know, how about next time I come in, since I have to do both, mm-hmm. you know, because that's like the normal annual thing, I was like, well, why can't I just do screening? Well, because it's diagnostic. I was like, not for that one. Mm-hmm. Can I get the cheap price for the left and the expensive one for the right? Yeah. Does it work that way? <laughs> yeah. No. But, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, you know, during, you know, our, our time, is you know you've learned that you have a voice you've Absolutely. learned and a lot of listeners a lot of patients don't understand that and and, and again what i started off with doctors have very good intentions mm-hmm. but i think in my experience in the field is that the insurance companies kind of dictate what they do and you know another segment um we had uh, maybe about six seven months ago when marcus went through his his situation and you know he went he had a little uh, brief scare he goes to um, the ER and you know he kind of he diagnosed himself from Google you know he was having this problem this that one oh I, I have this and I said yo go to the hospital because you know this is too much you know you know love you this and another but you need to go make sure that you know, what you're trying to come up with is the right thing. So they go to the hospital and they run some checks, this, that, and the other. And he was at the point to where, like, look, hey, I can leave. Okay, we ran tests, you know, I can go home since, you know, not the scared that I thought it was. And, you know, they told him, well, just stay here a day or two, you know, this, that, and the other. And I shared it with him. I was like, you know what? If you would have had shitty insurance, they probably they probably would have diagnosed you, done some tests, and said, "Hey, go see this doctor, go see that doctor." But because you have um, pretty good insurance, they want to keep you around. But mm-hmm. not many patients, people really understand it, and I don't understand it. I'm just giving my opinion, mm-hmm. which I have you know my, my right to. I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose them, you know, or anything else like that. And again, I think the doctors have good intention. They probably didn't want to monitor him, but they probably didn't need to have him there overnight. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and and I'm noticing the same thing, too. You know, I have decent insurance. Of course, they're going to try and nickel and dime me for everything that they've got. But there comes a point where the doctors push so much on insurance, and insurance is just so astronomically expensive. We're already paying thousands upon thousands of dollars a year just to have it. Mm -hmm. Then it costs you more to use it. So depending on what your out of max out of pocket is, I mean, you know, you could be in upwards of fifteen thousand dollars a year just because a doctor wants to keep pushing just to see how much they can get out of it. What they don't realize is that patients are getting to the point to where I could potentially compromise my own health mm-hmm. by skipping appointments just to save the money and the hassle. You know? And, and that's that's like the crux of what's like really, really broken with all of this, is that we're stuck in the middle. I get it, you know, insurance are squeezing the doctor, so they're trying to get more diagnosis out of it so that they can get more money, you know, and more reimbursements for insurance. But the more that that happens, the more we pay, 
the more that our out-of-pocket and our deductibles go up. And, you know, you, you just start sitting there and I shouldn't be putting a dollar amount on my life. Mm-hmm. I should be able to go in and get checks, make sure everything's running well, but, you know, I'm getting to the point where I don't want to. <laughs> you know, and a, a lot of it is, you know, then if you do, then if you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, I... You know, there are times I need to go, feel like I need to go to the doctor, and I don't. And what's funny is, as I say that, is I'm being a hypocrite because, <laughs> you know, as I just said that, I realized that my intentions for, um, you know, this platform mm-hmm. is to educate others to better themselves. But as those words came out of my mouth, I realized that I need to start taking better care of myself. Mm-hmm. But we look at it, I look at it as, do I have the time to go? Yeah. Do I want to schedule an appointment? And, or do I want to be given information and then what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, then it's like, okay, more appointments, you know, more co-pays and everything else. And so, again, you know, I kind of caught myself <laughs> hypocritical. Um, Wait, is it a level of trust too? Because, I mean, if you look at something long enough, you're going to find something wrong with it. I mean, that's true with anything. You walk around your house, you're going to see baseboards that need to be cleaned or, you know, mm-hmm. caulking that needs to be redone. I mean, you keep going to the doctor, they're going to find something. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know what? I, and as we do these, and I remember um, we had a very good conversation with um, uh, Sean Martin, who is the chief medical officer of, of an insurance company. And, you know, he made a good point. He said, Health insurance is mainly the only insurance that you plan on using. Mm-hmm. When you have automobile insurance, when you have health insurance, flood insurance, you don't want to use it, but you're good to know that it's there when you need it. Whereas with health insurance, hey, I'm going to get this because I know something's wrong with me. I know my arm hurts. I'm going to need to go to a doctor today, tomorrow, something like that. But, yeah, health insurance is the one insurance that you're going to need. Mm-hmm. The other one is good to have. But, I mean, I can go years without using my flood insurance, you know. <laughs> but when something were to happen, I'm glad that I have it, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can sit here and complain all day, you know. But back in 2019 when I had my diagnosis, I mean, yeah, I was, you know, obviously it was a scary time. But from the insurance point of view, I mean, that was the year I beat the system. Yeah. <laughs> I had it when I needed it, yeah. you know. And it could have been a lot worse. So I, I am appreciative of that. Yeah. You know? and, and, you know, again, we're not here to to knock the doctors, their insurance companies, or anything else like that. But we want to have discussions so that we can better educate the public. Better educate, like, you have a voice. If you're not satisfied, if, if I go buy groceries from a store and I don't like the produce, I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to go there anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to a different store where, hey, it's my money, I'm gonna find better produce. And that's what we're trying to let patients aware of. If you're not satisfied with something, you have that option. You mm-hmm. know, with your with your doctor, your insurance, your insurance company, if you don't like what your insurance company is doing right now, let your employer know, fill out some form, because every year, you know, we're updating that every single year. So they need to know what's going on with you. You know, there should be something where hey, um, whoever our broker is, you know, for insurance, these are the things that we're having. You know, these are our issues, and you need to address these with them because 
the insurance company may think like, hey, everything is running very smoothly. We don't need to, you know, update or upgrade anything because they're not hearing the horror stories or the not so good stories that's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Are there anything else you wanted to share about your experience today? You know, I think you probably calmed me down a little bit. <laughs> I think when you came into work, I was pretty, uh, I was, it was pretty upset. Mm-hmm. You know, it, because I think that the, the problem is, is that you know, yes, I do know what goes on behind the scenes, and I do know that I can ask questions, but it doesn't mean that it isn't still frowned upon in the office. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the doctor's offices, they don't like it when you ask those questions. You know, they 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 want to be unchallenged. And I think that, you know, something that maybe this is a time for another discussion is just transparency in prices. It would just make everything so much easier. You know, if the hospitals had to disclose, you know, how much they received from insurance for any one procedure, mm-hmm. you know, item, et cetera. You know, I think that that's where we would start seeing a little bit of improvement. Especially the nonprofit hospitals. Mm-hmm. If you are, and not many patients, you know, consumers are aware of this, but many hospitals, big hospital systems, are um, categorized as a nonprofit. If you're a nonprofit, you're already not paying taxes, you're not benefiting your community. The police department, the school, you're not paying taxes to support your community. And I get it, you're a, you're a hospital. At the same time, well, now, because you're a nonprofit facility, you're not private like these other guys. And if you're getting any kind of state or government funds, you should say, hey, this is what we received. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that may be another, you know, discussion. But I agree. There are some times where, you know, I do feel like, you know, there should be some transparency. Mm-hmm. And it's not out there absolutely you know most of the problem that I had today could have been alleviated by upfront pricing Mm -hmm. you know and I get it I get that they've got different contracts with different insurances but there's got to be something you know the 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 variances between all of it is just so wildly you know inappropriate Mm -hmm. you know where a procedure you know if I use my insurance is six hundred dollars and if I don't I can get it for 185 you know, 183 or whatever it was that they had quoted me. That's just, it seems dishonest. And, and you know, that's the thing, because now um, a lot of doctor's offices are now offering concierge programs. That's kind mm-hmm. of the new thing where, like, hey, you got something going on, you pay a member or some kind of subscription fee, mm-hmm. and you'll get seen, you know, but because they're trying to remove the the variance of the healthcare or the insurance unknown. Yeah. Well, thank you, KP. Thank you for talking me down. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I'm glad you were able to, you know, share your story because these are the things that, you know, we are passionate about. You know, we have these discussions and, you know, the audience needs to be more aware. You have options. Well, tune in next week. Well, actually, tune in in two (laughs) weeks. I've got another doctor's appointment coming up. But to be continued. To be continued. And, and you know what? I'm kind of going back a little bit, so we'll continue this part. But, and again, it's me being old school, and I always recall how that Seinfeld episode of Elaine Bennett. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of Seinfeld. I can still watch that show to, to, you know, to this day um, because it did have a lot of real-life scenarios. 
you know, how people deal with real life. And if you, in that, that one episode where if you dislike something that your doctor mentioned, you're, um, can, you basically, she felt she's being blackballed by other doctors. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, hey, I go to this doctor. Oh, what's your name? Oh, we're not going to see you. So we would think, like, there all these doctors are in cahoots with each other. You know, like, hey, she got a red dot next to her name. So, mm-hmm. hey, stay, be, you know, be mindful of her. So, but, yeah, so. But, yeah, just wanted to, to share that, me being old school and just thinking about that whole Seinfeld episode. And I'm pretty sure if we have continuous conversations, I could probably relate a lot to Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So. Yeah, we're we're gonna have a, a topic on episode one thirty seven. <laughs> hey, we can do that. You know, I think that's where George Costanza saved the whale, mm-hmm. took the golf ball out of the blowhole. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So all right, to the red yeah. dots of the medical industry. May we all have red dots by our name because we ask questions. We want to be informed. You know, we want to be a a member of the health team. You know, not just being told what we want to do or what we should be doing. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there needs to be more questions. You know, we need to ask more questions, look for more answers, and not just blindly accept everything that's coming our way because, you know, it's not doing anybody any favors. I agree. So... So thank you again, Miss Elaine Bennett, to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. So, all righty, thank you. Bye.